Welcome to the 10th episode of the Chop Session Podcast. I'm Damon. And I'm Kendrick. How you doing, folks? All right, so we're going to get right down to it. It's been a minute, but uh, today I think we're going to talk about the uh, reparations um, that's been instituted by uh, Georgetown uh, University. Mm-hmm. So, um, you want to you want to start this off, Kendrick? Tell me, you want to give a little background, or you want to tell what you think about it? Or I, well, first, let me get I get a little little history and uh, and a few of my thoughts, and then right. uh, and then we can talk about uh, what Georgetown is doing. But um, as many know, um, the U.S. There's many in the U.S. now. Um, I think this thing with the reparation is 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 getting some legs, and some folks are running with it now. But it wasn't like that. I would say what maybe like five, ten years ago, um, people were against uh, reparations, especially for uh, African Americans and and paying them back for what has been done to the ancestors. So I just want to give you a little bit that I was I. I I grabbed over the few days I was doing some reading on this, and 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 this comes from the courts. It's a uh, an article that was in the courts about reparation, and it states that since the second half of last of the last century, countries like Germany, Australia, France, South America, uh, well South Africa, and Canada uh, have amended past wrongs by paying reparations to their victims. So I I mean I think that says a lot. And, and then it goes on to say that the uh, the U.S. has supported reparations as a form of restorative justice. Um, after World War II, it supported Jewish victims of the Holocaust in their demands for reparations from uh, from Germany and Australia. And as a result, and as recently as 2016, the U.S. Department um, of State helped Holocaust survivors access the payment owed to them by a French railways company um, that was um, accomplished in the deportation of this. Right. So, so, so my thing is, okay, so the U.S. was is all for that. But 70% of Americans are against paying reparations to African Americans for slavery. So that says a lot, people. It says a lot. So I mean that's just some of my 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 thoughts and and some of my dismay um, about the whole reparation situation. Um, but I'm gonna let uh, my partner Demond all right uh, so say his part. All right, so I have a few thoughts on it, but one thing. So we'll just talk about what Georgetown is doing. So okay, Georgetown has uh, the students voted mm-hmm. to set, start a reparations fund. Mm-hmm. Um, because they realized that they profited off of through slave ownership. That's right. That they profited, that the university was founded, and they profited off of the ownership of slaves. So what they're doing now is starting the fall of 2020, they're adding a little over $27 uh, to each student's tuition uh, per semester, mm-hmm. which will be about $380,000 for a reparations fund. Mm-hmm. So the question is, you said, well, I think two-thirds of the students voted yes for this, and then a third didn't. 
so but when you really look at it right um there's there's two arguments you have you know current students mm-hmm. that are saying hey i get it um Go ahead and add that $27 to my tuition. It already costs $50,000 a year to go there, so what's $27,000? Yeah. $27, $27, $27, right? Yeah, it's dropping the And button. then some are saying, well, why is it uh, the student's responsibility to fund, exactly. to fund a reparations fund when, hey, I wasn't born and we're not the institution, Mm-hmm. This is an institutional responsibility, That's right? Because the university is the one that profited off of not, you know, even though I'm here, and so they're saying you're basically sliding the onus, the responsibility of this uh, these funds off to the students. Mm-hmm. So, um, what I think is yes, it's a great gesture, thirty-eight thousand. It's okay. a start. I mean, um, 380000 380, Okay, yeah. that That's a, a gesture. But to me, that doesn't give you any access to the money that they've made already. That's right. Or the interest on that money or any of the benefits of the, the, the monies and, and, and the advantages that came prior. So... I want to say this, right? Yes, the U.S. has a history of reparations, uh, whether it's through the Native Americans, whether it's through uh, survivors of the Holocaust, whatever it may be. Um, but when you think about the word reparations, right, um, comes from Latin, mm-hmm. means to, to, to make ready again. Mm-hmm. In English, it means to repair. Mm-hmm. So... When you look at repairing something, you know, some of our current politicians, they're being asked about, do you support reparations? You That's know, right. you got Bernie Sanders and a host of others. That's right. And, you know, they're kind of dancing around it mm-hmm. because they want to open it up to the greater, you know, make it a, a much larger cause. And I get it because they're trying to be representatives, uh, representatives of the people, mm-hmm. of, of, of a larger audience other than just black citizens. So I know politically, I know the dance that they're doing. But when you think about the, the word repair, right? And some are saying this, well, it's worth studying. Well, there's been a ton of studies done already. You don't have to go out <laughs> exactly. and figure out. So when we talk about repairing something, right? Mm-hmm. When your car is broken, what's the first thing you got to do? Before you, you get it fixed. You got to get a diagnostic on you it. You got to get a diagnostic. You got to figure That's out right. what What's are you. Wrong? If you're going to do reparations, you got to figure out what you're trying to repair. And they have. Right. And, the, so, and they have uh, psychiatrists and um, doctors. They have, done a stu- they have done these studies. And if you look at, uh, there's one doctor, I cannot think of her name right now, and we'll talk about that later, but she did a piece on cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm. And that has shown how we as uh, African Americans, as uh, you know, during the times of slavery, has pretty much accepted what has was going on, and it pretty much is how we were treated. We were we were taught to to pretty much hate ourselves, and this well, has continued on. Well, I'm, I'm gonna say this: I can't put it on 
Georgetown to fix everything. That's right, you can't. But what I'm saying is, by them being an academic institution, they have a role, right? And, and, a, and, and, any, and a well-known. Uh, well, and not just in, 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 in not picking on Georgetown, but when you look at all of the Ivy League schools yeah. that were founded in this country or right. off the backs of slavery. That's right. So this opens the door. But what I'm saying about, like you said, a diagnostic, so here are the things. These are the things that we already know. It's in, in, a, in a million studies. This is not guesswork. You guys can go out and Google, do your own research, open up a book, read. It's all there. Yep. But when we're talking about from educational, one of the, the, the things that, that's broken as a result of slavery is, one, you have uh, decreased educational attainment for blacks in this country. Mm -hmm. And that means that we have lower levels of achieving associates, bachelors, masters, doctorate. Now, why is that important? Because some people like to discount it. Well, the mere fact that we didn't have adequate access, and then even when we had access, we didn't have sometimes uh, quality education. Exactly. Right? So what's the effect of that, right? What are we trying to repair the reparation? What is it, what happens? Lack of education decreases mm -hmm. your overall lifetime earnings. That's right. Meaning that's the less amount of money you're going to earn. Mm -hmm. So when you multiply it out times a race, you wonder why we're close to 250 years behind, you know, in this country, everything is compared to the general populace, That's which right. is white. So we're 250 years behind, right? That's right. Because, because of things like this. So when you have decreased career earnings, what happens? You, live, you, you don't have access to adequate health care, which helps shorten your lifespan. And that's, that's right? what I was going to get at. Yep. You don't eat as well. That's right. Right? Mm -hmm. um, when you lack knowledge, you don't make the best decisions. Exactly. Is then you become susceptible to crime, to survive. And so you have all of these mitigating factors that, as a result of lack of education, would in, which impacts every other area of your life. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about reparations, it's more than just cutting a check. It's repairing everything that's wrong. When you go to get your car fixed and the light come on, right, mm -hmm. you don't just turn the light off. You know, some people try to put that code on there yeah. and they go and just reset the sure code. See, the 380K, the, the 38, the, uh, uh, 380,000 is just yeah. turning the light off. That's right. But if we're going to truly repair this, that's right. we're going to have to tear into the engine and figure out what's wrong. Is it easy? No, because as time goes by... Everything gets more complicated, and each generation says, well, I didn't do it. That wasn't That's my right. problem. And it becomes, and, and then how do you quantify, like, what's the real economic impact yeah. of slavery? So, And it's so, going to continue that yeah. way. It, it, I saw a study where an economist did a modern-day uh, appraisal of how, what's the true economic impact of slavery, like if you had to give each black American some money, what that cost would be. They said probably a hundred and forty two thousand dollars cash. That's right. Um for uh, each I saw that. yeah for each for each citizen, right? So when we look at reparations, it's more than just 
hey, we're going to put we're going to put uh, three hundred eighty thousand dollars in the fund, but it's also, hey, how do we make up those differences in in edu- educational mm-hmm. attainment, and then that helps with the health disparities, That's and right. then that helps with decision making. So why would you think they don't want to do that, or they have um, they have fought this for so many years? Well. Well, it's like this, right? Well, I'm not going to say so many years, though, because it really, it's only been maybe 50 years since African Americans even been able to, to vote. Yeah, so... Well, well, what you know I'm, what I'm saying? So, okay, th- well, this is the thing, right? You can change your law, but it takes a lot longer to change hearts. That's right. And it takes a whole lot longer to change systems because the systems are ran by people with hearts that's not always in the right place. Exactly. Now, you know, the normal human heart, the normal human condition comes from a place of self-interest. Mm-hmm. And, or at the very least, on a, you know, the best person is going to say a win-win. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, if you get this, then what do I get? Yeah. And sometimes it's not about what do you get? And so until you have a, a, a enough people that can understand the importance. Because, see, this is what I always say, right? Whatever happens to the least of people, you need to fix it. Because eventually it's going to come down your street. It's just like the opioid epidemic, right? The precursor to that was the crack epidemic. Mm-hmm. But no one cared until it came down their street. You know, it was it was stigmatized as crackheads and crack babies and Junkie this and junkie that and was rid out and no one cared because it didn't come down. That's it right. was it, it was but then what happens is when you mm-hmm. don't fix it, that's right, it morphs into something else. Just like what I mean I mean Tupac was a pioneer, if you think about it. Well he said about thug life. Mm-hmm. The hate you give little infants F's everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's what well, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you don't fix, if you let the infants you know, see how they're treated and how uh, grandma suppresses everything and, and, and don't really let you know the truth about your history and what has happened to you, then you, as I mean, really as an African-American, you're not going to fight for those reparations because you just don't, all you know is you you hate your fellow man or your, 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 your fellow um, African-American. But you, you're not going to buck the system and go against others because you feel that, hey, that person, they made the laws. That mm-hmm. person is right. Um, and who, who am I to buck the system? Mm-hmm. That's right. how you feel. Right. And, and it's just, it's just, it's just I, I mean, it's, it's hard to swallow, um, but that's just what it is right now. Right. And I just want to add one more thing on why reparations... It's important, and it's important to repair things that yeah. that are not right. And this is why. It's when we talk about generational wealth, right? The ability, and we're talking about the transference mm-hmm. of generational wealth. Meaning, a lot of times, what you do, what you what you strive and work for, you may not benefit as much as your children or your grandchildren. Mm-hmm. So you're going to do a lot of the work. And that's one reason why, you know, at least in this country, the the, the, the money stays concentrated at the top when we talk it about does. the 1%. Because right. in this country, when a person dies, you can 
you can transfer wealth. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, when you die, you, you throw all your pieces back in in the board. Mm-hmm. So that's one in this in a capitalist society, especially in the U.S., that's one of the things that attracts people here that what's mine is mine and I can keep it and give it to the next person mm-hmm. and, and put all of these, find all these loopholes, right? Mm-hmm. So when you look at that, if that's the game we're playing, it's really important for reparations because when we talk about wealth, right, here are like some of the pillars of wealth. And you guys can do your research and this is just what I'm going to share. So when we talk about wealth, Wealth is generally com- comprised of four things. So, and I'm going to tell you why this, why setting things straight and repairing them is important, right? So, your education, your level of education accounts for about 25% of your wealth. Mm-hmm. What you're able, what skills and what profession and what type of business you're able, whatever, the knowledge that you learn and can apply, your education, what you know, accounts for 25% of your wealth. Mm-hmm. Home ownership is another 28%. So being able to own some land. That's right. Right? What you own. That's 28%. So now, you know, we're up, you know, we're up over 50%. So mm-hmm. education, land. Mhm. Being married. Mm-hmm. You know, they already tell you like there's more stability in marriage. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, you you got a 14% that's 14% of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then what you inherit. Mm-hmm. Or you know what people or leave you. You know, some mm-hmm. somebody leave you a business. Somebody leave you in a mm-hmm. will. Somebody leave you a flow of cash. Or somebody gift you something. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like people don't always tell you they are ahead in life, and they don't make it look like they started and they got it from the mud, as they say. That's but right. then they don't tell you somebody left them one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's right. They tell you what they want to tell you, but that's fine. So what I'm saying is, if Blacks were systematically placed out of the first generation of blacks after the Civil War were basically many were illiterate. Mm -hmm. So not being able to read. That's right. Then, you know, we valued education and we fought for it. And and, 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 okay, so think about this. If your level of education is 25 percent of your wealth without education or lack of education, You've cut your chances of being wealthy and and tra- the transference of wealth by seventy five percent. That's right. Now, when you can't, when your lifetime earnings have been decreased, home ownership becomes a little bit harder. On top of mm-hmm. the systematic things that were put in place mm-hmm. for home ownership. Yeah. Right. That's right. So now you're over fifty percent. You're cutting your wealth by fifty percent. By lack of education and decreased um, lifetime earnings, then what happens? Anybody can get married, yeah. so okay, you got some stability, two incomes coming in yeah. or whatever, right? But then inheritance of a gift. So if you come from a suppressed people that didn't have anything to ain't, give ain't you, got to give. Yeah, so that's right. so that's twelve percent. Mm-hmm. So right now. If everything is perfect, you're you twelve percent less likely to be wealthy That's from right. the gate if you come from somebody. But then, if you education was cut, so if you if you're in bad shape all the way around, all you can do is get married. That's right. And struggle. And struggle. That's right. So this is why it's important. It's not about oh man, education ain't for me. Yeah. Well, it's wealth for you. 
That's right. Is leaving something for somebody tangible for you? That's right. Is having great health outcomes? Is having eating well? Does does the quality of your life matter? Then education matters. It's not just about obtaining book smart. And if you think about it, like two of those, only two of those pillars really that is, I think, where we have accomplished uh, as as African American. We have the, I think you mentioned uh, churches, churches. That's that's one. Now we do have, um, we do have the. No, I said marriage. Marriage. Okay, but well, marriage. You you would say marriage and church and and all that that, that pretty much goes together. No, but I'm goes, saying when they say marriage, meaning two people. Yeah, coming you know, together, coming working together, together with, yeah. combining resources in a stable environment. And one thing that we're not that we we're not doing. I, I think we get a little better with the stable environment. I think that we're trying to get back to, you know, you know. Uh, the, the black man uh, supporting the family and, and being the head of household. I think that is, I think we're shining a different light on that. Because right. if you look at different things now on TV, um, commercials, things of that nature, you see where you have um, them showing an African-American father with his son and with his family. Right. You know, so I think they're showing, shining a different light. So I think that piece, we're turning the corner on that. The education piece, um, Black women are going to school. That's right, at, at a, a higher rate. At a higher rate. So I think we're black men are, are checking out. Yeah, and and I think we're as a whole. We're yeah, and I think with that we're doing as far as the African American female, they are doing better with that piece. Mm-hmm. The the male in, in what I've seen is, um, you have more African American men going into the military now. Which I think they're looking at military. Well, well what I'm as saying, no, education. No, 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 what I'm saying, education is education. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying yeah. you get education that's in right. the military. So this I'm not yeah. saying when I say education, I don't mean strictly go to Georgetown. Yeah. I'm saying you have to put something in your noggin. Yeah. That is worth producing yeah. money. Yeah. Through business, through enterprise, through whatever, and and, and is it is I think it's getting a little better, a little bit. We we got to we got a lot more work on that. Yeah. But the education piece, I think, is getting a little better. But I don't want. We need to, you know, us, you know, sending our African American men off to colleges or what have you is a good thing in a way. But they have, if you look at it. The, the things of trade schools have gone away. And so, you know, back in the day, you had African-American men, young men who were mechanics, um, who were uh, carpenters, contractors, can do different things with their hands, good with their hands. Right. It's good to have the knowledge and to be able to go out and well, create used a to corporation. Be, it used to be things. both. It That's used right. to be where you get educated and you learn a trade. That's right. But now the, the trade school thing has really gone bye-bye. And it... It's there, but it's something that if you notice, it's not promoted the, like before. The, the black family don't promote it like they used to, because mm-hmm. you would send, um, you would send little Sammy out there to um, Sammy. Yeah, Sammy. You send little <laughs> Sammy out there to to a, a, a trade school or something to learn how to weld. Right. You know something like that. Yeah, it's fine. And that and that's something that we should have continued on. But yeah. I think we took that education piece to a different but, a different level. No, but that's education too. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not speaking. I'm not speaking about education in elitism. That's education too. Yeah, a trade is education. No, that's what I'm saying. What we I'm need saying, more of but, that. But what I'm saying is, I'm talking when you don't have, quote unquote, uh, 
traditional education like people like to think or trade, mm-hmm. then you're out, you you don't you don't have nothing. That's right. I mean, not saying you can't get a job, but we're talking about accumulating wealth as a whole, and we're talking about what we're trying to do and that we're exactly. behind. Exactly. And that's why I'm, the point I'm making is these are all just this is research based. This is based on what the numbers are. You know, of course, a person going to do. Of course, a person's going to do. Um, we're closing this off, uh, gang. But people are going to do what they want to do. But you got to have the information to know what I'm. We're making a case for is that. Re- this is why reparations is very important. important, and this is how it affects our lives overall. It's not just about you did wrong, pay me. That's right. No, because it's it's it, the ramifications are long That's wide right. and wide. And this is only gonna help the African American race get to the starting line. We're not even at the starting line. And for any other race, this like I said, anything you do for somebody else or support for someone else helps you. That's right. Because when the the world is one big cycle, when one group is up, another one goes down. You've seen through history, no empire, no race, eventually, you know, someone's on the top or in the middle or in the bottom. And whatever you do and pre- help prevent from someone else, you actually stop it from happening to you. That's right. So that's our thoughts. Uh, and and the thing is with with that too, like with with the with the reparations. And, and a lot of people may want to look at it is if the, if the African American race was to be able to come up with with all that we have endured endured over the years, if we are able to even just get to the starting line, that's not that's not going to do anything but put the United States of America way ahead of a lot of other different countries because then it's it's, it's not making us equal to. Sure. The, if, to if, the other races, but at least it's bringing us up if, to if where we is, can, you know, level the playing field a little right. bit. If you think of it like a sport or a team, you're only as good as your weakest player. That's right. And when I say weak, I don't mean weak like in character or weak like in strength, but I'm saying is whatever you want for yourself, wish it for someone else. That's all. You know what I mean? And so... Th- this is just to get the discussion started because people are talking about all things. I know we talk about sports, but nobody's talking about this. So we just want to bring it out there. Leave your thoughts. Do your own research. Come with your point of view. Share. Yeah. Um, add to the discussion. And I'm sure we'll be talking more about this too, ladies and gentlemen. Definitely. So listen, uh, have a good evening, and we'll talk to you all later. Peace.